Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 198, How to Legally Pay Less in Taxes. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are talking about taxes specifically for regular people who do not own businesses where they can deduct their entire lives. So that's the goal (laughs) of this episode. Regular people. Yeah. And then it's definitely we'll talk about side hustles and how you can kind of optimize paying less in taxes through that. But we are including as much as possible that is relatable to the average W-2 employee. And as much as we are qualified to actually talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we're, yeah, this has been an episode that I have wanted to do for a while because it's something I have always been interested in, but never felt qualified to talk about. And I started writing for a company last year that I said, the only things I can't write about are taxes and insurance. And that was immediately the only two things they had me writing about. So I think they misunderstood me. And now I feel more qualified <laughs> share this episode. That's a good journey to where right. we find ourselves today. But first, before we get into all of the wisdom that I may or may not have on taxes, our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by things that we are really experts together, a single expert on, is saving money. So today's episode is brought to you by the Modern Frugal Living ebook. If you are on our email list, you have in your inbox at this very second a free ebook with over 200 ways to save money. And this book includes checklists and resources to help you take action on the highest impact strategies. So if you are not on our email list and you would like a copy of the book for free, then you can head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash ebook to get your promo code and 
everyone will also get two weeks of accountability emails that will help encourage and remind you to take action on this stuff. So again, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash ebook and start getting those quick wins that will snowball your momentum to financial freedom. Ooh, so exciting. Free Mm. stuff. So much free stuff. We love love giving away free stuff. Yeah, we do. Especially when you can't save money on taxes legally. You, you oh, need the so free yeah. stuff you gotta, to counteract you got to pay the taxes, so let us give you the book for free. <laughs> also brought to you by The Path Less Traveled. Sure, it may not be well-worn and might even be a little bit overgrown, but it's quieter and usually more interesting. The Path Less Traveled. If it means doing the right thing, take that path. Is the pathless traveled covered in dirt? Because people are still <laughs> talking about the dirt, the dirt trail, the dirt you d- where you didn't say path, but you just said the dirt, the dirt, follow, follow the, the dirt. dirt, and we didn't correct it in nope. post or anything. We don't do we that. Just left it because it's yeah. funny. Yeah, and <laughs> so congruent with that, I will be the entertainment on this episode, and Jen will be the education, but none of us are tax professionals. Absolutely. That is a caveat that we should make, and any personal finance expert should make, unless they are a certified public accountant, is that we're not tax professionals. We do not give tax advice. This episode is for educational purposes only. And we are going to go through vetted articles that are on the internet written by other personal finance experts. But if you think something applies to you, double check it with your tax software or your CPA. That's how you're really going to know if it works for you. Uh, But everything here is going to be super generalized. And with that, we'll start with our first generalized article from a a tiny little site, uh, U.S. News and World Report. We (laughs) When we're talking about federal taxes, I decided not to go with the blogs, and we're going just straight to the really big publications on this one. Smart move. Yeah, you know. And it's 15 Legal Secrets to Reducing Your Taxes. Jill, with your penchant for tax knowledge, Mm -hmm. uh, how did you feel about this one? I liked it. You know, as as a person who pays my taxes... I know I know more than I might let on, but there were some interesting things that stood out to me in this. And I think some of it, we'll get into it, but has to do with whether or not you take the standard deduction or you itemize deduction. Some of the things don't apply to me specifically, but overall, I thought really helpful information and things to consider with taxes and what's going to give us the best opportunity for not spending more on taxes than what we need to, but also not avoiding the taxes that we do need to pay, you know, keeping it legal. Yeah, I I agree. I liked this one as well because it's, it's easy to find the tax articles where they're only looking at people that itemize their deduction, which is not a lot of us or small business owners, which may be a good uh, amount of people, especially if you have a side hustle. But that's not necessarily everyone. And so we have to be realistic because taxes really are the biggest fee that we pay in life. So sometimes you'll you'll hear us or other experts talking about low-fee 
index funds with investing or paying off your debt so that you're not paying the interest on your debt. So taxes, the tax brackets range from like 10% to 37 as of the time of this recording, but the kind of around the average you'll pay is around 15 because you don't, if you're in the 37% tax bracket, you're not paying that on every single dollar you earn. Uh, it's a it's incremental. It's a ladder. So the first you know ten grand or something is taxed at the lowest, and then you go you know this to this is taxed at the next highest, and so on and so on. So you're not paying the percentage of your tax bracket. You're not paying that on every single dollar. And so a I think that should be encouraging. Like yeah, increase your income and don't mm-hmm. worry about your tax bracket. Stop thinking about your tax bracket and work to increase your income. But it's also eye-opening because if the average is around 15%, then that's, I mean, that's more than probably your student loan interest. It's definitely more than your mortgage. So it's it's things that we have to, we have to kind of bear in mind the percent of our income that we're paying to the government, which is great because we get uh, a lot of great things for that. But we want to pay as little as legally possible because that is our duty as Americans that have voted on this, whatever these these people in Washington are doing and making all of this tax law and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, and that is another good point. View. We've got <laughs> we've got listeners in a lot of different countries. Yeah. Too. So, yeah, this is specifically talking about the United States. Yeah. But uh, so so this, yeah, definitely going to be relevant for the United States. But if you have kind of that idea is as a, you know, as somebody who's not a billionaire, how can I pay as little tax as possible? I think that's a great mindset to have. Uh, So let's dive into our first strategy, and that is to contribute to a retirement account. So this is definitely not something that's going to up your tax refund. That's not what we're talking about. The The title of this episode is not how to get a fatter tax refund. It's how to legally pay less in taxes. And so that may not be upfront, but it may be over time because we want to look at the bigger picture. And so that's kind of where a retirement account comes in. So we're looking specifically at traditional 401ks and traditional IRAs. And most people are going to use a traditional 401k to lower their taxable income. So Jill, what did you think about this one? How much of this did you know? Related to a retirement account, I mean, I think I'm still learning so much about investing and how that impacts what we have to pay in taxes versus what we have to pay in the future. So I like yeah, okay. I like these like digestible articles that help me understand that. Yeah. So usually it all and this all depends on what income you're making. So again, talk to a CPA, test numbers in a calculator, do that for you. But if you're trying to figure out, should I be putting more in my traditional 401k to lower my taxes now, or should I be putting more in a Roth, either you know Roth IRA or Roth 401k that limits my taxes later, 
Typically, if you're just starting out in your career and you anticipate higher income growth in the future, then we say prioritize Roth because you're paying, you're at a lower tax bracket, which means lower average tax cost. But if you are kind of at the height of your income or very happy with where you're at, if maybe you are in a, you live in a city where you are triple taxed, so federal tax, state tax, and city tax, this is going to be of great importance to you if you are are being heavily taxed in in a year and you may want to prioritize traditional 401k or traditional IRA at that point. So this is very situational. But when I was contributing to a 401k, I was kind of doing half and half. So I just took up the whole, I was maxing everything out. And so I kind of took 19.5 19.5 plus 6,000 and divided it by two, and then just put half in the uh, traditional 401k, 6,000 in the Roth IRA, and then the rest in the Roth version of the 401k. Not everyone can do that. I'm not saying that's investment advice. I'm saying that's kind of what I did, but I only pay federal tax. I do not have a state tax or a city tax. Because also, you don't know what taxes are going to be like when you retire. So, I mean, it's just good advice to just never put all your eggs in one basket in general. Mm, Yes. Similar to what you're saying, Jen, about investing in a retirement account, the article also lists opening a health savings account. And so this would be for those of you who have an eligible high deductible medical plan. Uh, you can contribute to a health savings account. And those contributions to those accounts offer immediate tax deduction. Um, It can grow tax-deferred and can be withdrawn tax-free for qualified medical expenses. So a health savings account is specifically for your medical expenses. And then any balance left at the end of the year can be rolled over indefinitely. So this is just a really great place to put your money on something that you most likely will have to spend it on at some point and Mm -hmm. experience tax deductions as a result. Yeah. And the HSA, they say uh, you'll hear that an HSA is triple tax advantaged. So you don't pay tax on the money that's going in. You don't pay tax on the money that's going out when it is paid like for medical funds. The earnings aren't taxed, but also it's the only account where you can um, avoid the um, FICA tax, or I don't know if it's considered a tax, but um, so that's fun to Social Security and Medicare. So the funds, that is a small percentage that's taken out still, even if you contribute to a 401k, but not so for a HSA. So that's also something to look at. HSAs have a pretty low annual max. So if you are able to use one, I would definitely look into it. If your company uh, or wherever you have, if the high deductible healthcare plan that you have doesn't have an HSA, look into if you're still eligible for one because you could be eligible for one and it's just not offered. If so, you can find a separate HSA company. We like a company called Starship, not just because I like Star Wars and Star Trek, (laughs) but Starship is a really great um, HSA company that has low fee index funds in their investment portion. So uh, you can hit up frugalfriendspodcast.com slash starship 
and see if you can get one there. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Slash Starship. Slash Starship. I know. I know. Usually these tech companies have the worst names. So I don't know like where Starship came from. It's just, it's gold. The next one on this list, and I think this is where we're going to get most of our nuance, is use your side hustle to claim business deductions. And so if you're using, if you're doing this, you really, really should be using a professional to do your taxes. It is highly recommended because there's so many things that could be written off that you maybe didn't know about or maybe too scared to write off on your taxes Mm -hmm. because you're just not sure like in what capacity you qualify for it. And and a tax professional can very much help you determine if you can write those things off in what percentage and so on. And they typically pay for themselves in that case. So I had as when I was a doing business as um, company before I became an LLC, all of that stuff was just included on my personal tax, the personal tax report. And so I didn't have to pay extra for a separate business tax filing. So that is that was my experience. I know that it's not like that in every state. But yeah, so don't be worried about telling, like using an accountant and telling them that you have a side hustle. Mm -hmm. And if you're a frugal friend, you most likely do have some sort of side hustle. So if you've made money in any way other than through your work where you are a W-2 employee, this is definitely something to be keeping track of. And a tax professional will be able to help you identify the things that you can write off. Of course, if you are able to talk to someone throughout the year, you can have better chances of keeping good track of the things that can be write-offs rather than trying to backtrack at the end of the year and trying to remember what all did you buy and spend Mm -hmm. on these things. But certainly, if you've got any kind of side hustle, it's a great way to be able to write off um, various parts of your life that are connected to that side hustle. Yeah. And don't think just because you it's not entirely for business purposes, you can't write it off because they you can write off percentages of things. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. And and working with a professional will very much help you. And even using a, uh, a bookkeeping software will help you kind of keep track of it, too. I know I have full disclosure. Jill and I love spreadsheets. So I've been doing the books for Frugal Friends entirely on spreadsheet. And it has been the bane of my existence. And so <laughs> this is the first year I'll be using a tech or a, a bookkeeping software. And I think it's going to make my life at tax time 11 times easier. It's at least going to save me a few hours a month. Yeah. Uh, on on keeping all of these deductions in line. Mhm. Yeah, there comes a time when you graduate to something mm-hmm. something better, something new. The next one on this list is related to the side hustle piece that you could claim a home office deduction. Uh, Again, this is only if you have a side business. I know that a lot of people have been working from home. If you are a W-2, I don't believe that you can write off 
your office. Hopefully your work is still taking care of you. But if you have a side hustle and you have a dedicated space for a home office, that can often be deducted as well. Even things from um, percentages of your rent or utilities can go towards uh, the home office deduction. Again, ask your tax preparer about this, but that's another way to save. I know for us, so in 2019, both Eric and I were self-employed. So we did not have a W-2. We basically had our own businesses. And our tax preparer told us that we were even able to write off renovations on our dedicated office spaces. So I keep track of the upgrades that we do specifically in our home offices, and that too is a tax deduction. So that's great because I already want my house to look better. And it's a tax deduction for me. Yeah. And there are so many things that you, for those of us who don't itemize, you can't write off uh, like charitable deductions uh, or charitable donations like lower down on this list. You you can't write those off if you don't itemize. But if your business makes a charitable donation, that can be written off. So obviously you want to do this ethically, but it just makes so much sense to have something on the side, no matter how small it is, so that you can take advantage of these deductions that are legal and are used ethically. So the next real one, so we won't go through every single one on the list because some of them are for itemized um, or itemized text, you know, words. But so this one, you, if you're using tax software, this should do this for you automatically. Um, But to deduct half of your self-employment taxes, Uh, So I I talk about this one because the article doesn't – so it says the government assesses a 15% FICA tax, like I was talking about with the – around the HSA, on all earnings, except for it is not charged on earnings or on contributions made to the HSA. So while employers split the cost with their workers, if you're self-employed, you have to pay the whole thing. But you can get around this by, if you are self-employed, registering for um, an LLC and then registering as an S-Corp. And you have typically until March to do this, sometime in March, to elect an S-Corp. And that that is free. It does cost to uh, become an LLC, but it's a very low amount. And then you can pay yourself a salary every month. And you're, I mean, a professional can tell you what, but but typically people recommend 35 to 40% of your earnings. And you can just pay yourself, um, just deduct those taxes on the salary that you are paying yourself. So you, instead of paying the 15.3% on everything that comes in, you're only paying on what you're paying your salary as. So you can save a lot of money once you start increasing your earnings from your side business. So I think some people say once you start earning around $60,000 a year, it's a good time to elect as an S-Corp. And uh, you can find more information about that online. But that's a really great way to lower your taxes if you are self-employed. Yeah, that's an example of one that I was not aware of. I found 
helpful on this one. Although now both Eric and I are moving towards being employees. So that self-employed, <laughs> some of those self-employed benefits aren't going to be there anymore, but it'll be better in the long run. Mm-hmm. The next tip, so moving away from having side hustles back to just what might be available for anybody is getting credit for higher education. So the government does offer tax credits to offset the cost of higher education. Of course, it's it's not a ton. Don't get your hopes up, friends. Um, but you, they do provide for a maximum credit of $2,500 per student per year. So definitely be aware of what's available to you if you are currently a student. And I believe that this would be whether you're, whether you're part-time or full-time. Of course, the credit may differ depending on what kind of student you are. But be aware of that. Also, keep track of costs for your books, tuition, all of the things. Um, mm-hmm. Those those are all helpful when when tax time comes. Yes, absolutely. So there are a few other things on this list um, specific to if you have state and uh, city taxes to definitely look at your state and your city to see what kind of tax deductions they provide or tax breaks. Uh, A big one is if you have children and your state may give you uh, contributions to a 529 in that state are oftentimes um, deductible for state tax. Like we don't uh, in Florida don't have a state tax, so we can use any 529 in any state. But if your state gives tax breaks, you might want to stick to the 529 in your state. So that's another way. If you're going to be doing a 529 for your children anyway, see if your state has tax incentives for using the in-state one. And then like private mortgage insurance, your tax uh, software should do that for you. So don't throw away that form you get from your mortgage company because PMI is deductible. And that's another, I mean, if you can't put 20% down on a home and you're scared of PMI, it's just another reason don't be as afraid of PMI as some people might tell you to because it is deductible. Yeah. I mean, tax code is tax code changes every single year. Mm-hmm. So, of course, keep that in mind too, right? Talk to your tax preparer who's going to be updated on the most recent code uh, because deducting PMI has gone in and out throughout different years. So sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. <laughs> They like to keep us on our toes. Always, always. They (laughs) overlook the big like sweeping tax reform that they could do and just like pitter patter with their PMI. It's fun. You know, it's fun. It's great. So that we have to hire people because it's so complicated. And of course, (laughs) last thing on here for me is the making charitable donations, of course, for anybody that is deductible. And wherever you do donate to, make sure that you get the receipt for that, indicating your ability for tax deduction. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Nerd Wallet, finance smarter. 
Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Absolutely. All right. So our next article is going to be how to boost your tax refund. I know we said we wouldn't talk about it, but we're going to talk about it a little. It's just five hidden ways to boost your tax refund. And these are just like practical things that not a lot of people may know about, just little facts that you may want to use for your 2022 tax filing. So this is not going to help you a lot with your next tax refund. Sorry. But there are things you can start maybe doing now for your next one. This might be especially important if you owe taxes this year, then you'll definitely want to take these things into consideration so that you at least don't owe, so you're not surprised with a tax bill. Mm What do you think of this one, Jill? Oh, great. Super digestible. I love it when there's just something like five tips (laughs) like this one. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, and we'll go through them all. Uh, So the first one is rethink your filing status. And so there's two things to be aware of. If you are married, it may behoove you to file separately. So this status often requires more effort, but could benefit you in tax savings. So under the right conditions. For example, if one spouse has a lot of medical expenses, such as COBRA payments resulting from a job loss, computing taxes individually might allow for a larger deduction. So if you're working with a professional, they will tell you this. But I I had no clue that something like a bunch of medical expenses could make it better to file separately. Mm -hmm. The other one is for separated parents. So there's a child tax credit. You know this. But both parents can actually be like you can get that. So if you file as head of household, each parent can get like half uh, is what I was reading. That's not in this article. But if you have a child and I'm sure custody kind of comes into play on this as well. But you can do that for the child tax credit. That is something to look into, see if it applies for your situation. And then that would require you to, I'm not sure, maybe you would have to file marry filed separately if you just got separated. That's that. And then head of household. So this is something I didn't know. If you are taking care of a family member, so whether it's a child or a parent or some, or anyone, and you are taking care of them, at a certain point, if you take enough care of them monetarily, you can be considered head of household for them, and that helps you with your taxes. If you are taking care of a parent or a family member, then look into 
how you are filing and see if it will behoove you to change to a head of household instead of single. This is specifically for single people. Those are kind of the two married filing separately and head of household can kind of help you if you're in some unique situations. There's a reason to take care of your parents. There you go. More than just because they took care of you. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The second tip on here is to embrace tax deductions. Uh, Some of these we may be more aware of than others. They just give a quick list of some that most people might be able to take advantage of, maybe even less commonly known. So there's things like state sales tax. So you can use the IRS's calculator to determine how much of your state and local taxes you can deduct. Uh, Reinvested dividends. uh, They say it's not technically a deduction, but it can reduce your overall tax liability uh, when you automatically have dividends from mutual funds that you've reinvested, you can include that in your cost basis. Also, out-of-pocket charitable contributions. We already talked about that one. Student loan interest. So whatever you've paid in interest on your student loans could also be a tax deduction. And child and dependent care. So speaking to what Jen referenced to in the first one of whether you're caring for an elderly family member or a child, the cost of that, the expenses, qualifying expenses for caring for those dependents can also be deducted. Yeah. And these are things that your tax software will tell you about. So you don't have to worry about missing them. Yeah. Also certain jury duty fees. So if you if you do answer all of the questions in the exact right order and you land yourself on on a mm. jury, uh, some of that can be a tax deduction, medical miles. So as in like car mileage that is associated with medical needs could also be deducted. Miles that you put on your car associated with charity if you volunteer at any place. So just, yeah, lesser known things that we can keep in Mm -hmm. mind and keep track of throughout the year. Our hope is that you'll hear these like unique situations and not realize you're in a unique situation. You think you're just in a normal situation. But if you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, I do that. Oh, that's unique. Oh, maybe I should have somebody look in to see if I can pay less in taxes. Mm -hmm. So that's our goal with kind of like just piquing your interest. They're unique, so they are not going to apply to everyone. But hopefully at least one thing in this episode you'll be able to take and reduce some of your tax burden. So then the next one on this one is we were just talking about maximize your IRA and HSA contributions. And I guess we would say the same with 401k, but actually for your IRA, you can put money into it up until the tax date. So in 2022, it is February. You can still be contributing to your 2021 IRA. And there are limits and stipulations to be able to deduct, like make those tax deductible like currently, where it's much more like free in the Roth area. You just know whatever you put in there is tax now and tax free later. But so look into what the stipulations are for having the contributions to a traditional IRA tax deductible now. But you still can contribute and get some of that tax burden off 
up until the tax date. Yeah. The fourth on here is to use timing in your favor to boost your tax refund. So they're particularly advocating that we be looking for payments or contributions that we can make before the end of the year that will reduce our taxable income. A couple of things that they advocate for. I don't know how much of a difference this would actually make on on your taxes. but Maybe if you were in a really weird like triple tax situation or you had a really weird year, then, you know. Um, making January's mortgage payment by December 31st so that you can get the added PMI uh, interest and added more, to yeah, your mortgage interest. Yeah. I don't know how much that that would actually help you, but I don't know. they're trying to get you to think through uh, what, yeah, what you can be spending on at the end of the last quarter to be able to, like they said, reduce your taxable income. And this is why you definitely mm-hmm. see an uptick of charitable contributions at the end of the year. It's not just that everyone's feeling super generous. It's also that people want to reduce their taxable income. So mm-hmm. whether it's being generous, which is great, or if you want to schedule, you know you've got medical expenses coming up and you want to get those in before the end of the year so that it can add to your medical expense deduction, kind of anything that we've listed off so far that you might want to consider by the end of mm-hmm. the year to see a lower a lower amount that you pay in taxes. Yeah. It's just like if you're able to claim the home office deduction, you can even deduct the cost of painting your home office if you want to start the new year with a fresh look. And and I've always been of the mind, like, even if it's tax deductible, it's not a hundred percent deductible. Mm-hmm. Like in like in Schitt's Creek when David's like buying the face cream. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, who pays for it? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. The government. Exactly. I think that can be sometimes how people approach tax deductions. Like you're still buying it. It's not Mm -hmm. suddenly free. It just could reduce your taxable income, but you still have to buy the thing. And so still make sure that you have the money to buy the thing. Yeah. And I don't think a can of paint is going to like break your 2021 versus 2022. uh, (laughs) You know, the only thing is if you're super unorganized and you want to remember and keep the receipt, then it might, you know, be in your best interest to do the things in December. So you're not buying it in January and like digging around for the receipts next year. That that would be the biggest benefit I would see. So the last one on here is to become tax credit savvy. And again, most of these are going to be in any tax software I mean, this is from TurboTax. So like if you're using TurboTax, this is an ad for that, but obviously it's all going to be in that software. So I wouldn't worry about these things, but know that there is an earned income tax credit and the software will calculate if you meet the guidelines for that. Uh, If you have no qualifying children, like the max credit amount is like 1500 for that one, Uh, but it can go up to like 6700 And that's a reason uh, to have more kids. There you go. How to yeah. save money on taxes. Frugal friends say, have a ton of kids. That's uh, from the frugal <laughs> friend that has zero children. <laughs> and there's you obviously the child independent care credit. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so that is surely going, that's 100% going to change for tax year 2022. But it's, you know, 
you get what you get right now. If you took the half payments uh, throughout last year, then you have those. If you didn't, then they will show up on your taxes this year. But there are there are some interesting ones like the American Opportunity Credit is for college students or people supporting a child in college. There's also the Lifetime Learning Credit. So you can go ahead, if you are in college or have a college student, uh, you can go ahead and like kind of Google the education credits, education tax credits, and see kind of what's available. Uh, and then energy-saving home improvements. So there's a lot I know now in uh, Florida for solar. But then you also have to kind of do the math on if the cost of solar and the amount of time you're going to stay in your house, all of that kind of makes it worth it. So these are just things that are not – you shouldn't just do it because you get a tax credit. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do something, then it kind of can put you over the edge in that. But some of the credits are kind of stretching it. Right? Credit for electric vehicles, that might be something. If you want an electric vehicle, then you, the IRS is still offering up to $7,500 per qualifying vehicle for 2021. So stuff like that. You kind of already have to want it and be able to budget for it and then just get a little help for it from the gov. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what you don't need a little extra help for. Oh, and that nobody but us is going to provide for you. You can't. You can't write this off. Mm-mm. The bill, the bill of, of the week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jill. My name is Natasha. I'm a new listener and I have binged your podcast for the last week or so. I love the content that you put out. Um, My Bill of the Week is my Christmas bill. So recently, I listened to one of your podcast episodes about repurposing, reusing, and recycling, and it has inspired me to do just that for our Christmas gifts this year for all of our family and friends. So although we don't have an actual bill that we get for Christmas, it is going to reduce the amount that we have to spend on our Christmas. So we had this big box of items that we we were just going to go ahead and send to the donation center. And instead, I went through the box. So far, I've been able to create about nine gifts out of all of the items that were in there. I'm super excited about it. I'm not really crafty, but I'm trying my hand at it because I figured we have the items here. Why not use them? So, um, And it's only September. There's surely more that we can create out of all of the items laying around our house. So just wanted to thank you for inspiring me to do that, for helping us save on our Christmas bill, and just also thank you for the content that you put out. I love it. Keep it up. Wow. Natasha, yes. Hashtag normalized secondhand gifts. I want that on a t-shirt. Oh, well, and also, so sorry that you recorded this in September <laughs> and we're playing Thank it you. in February. That's how behind we are in Bills of the Week. 
That's um, how excited our listeners are about I submitting know. bills. But we do but play every single bill, so it will get played. Don't worry. That's why it takes so long. Yeah. That is amazing, though, and I would love to see what you ended up coming up with because it sounds like not only did you just give something on as a gift, but you maybe made some changes to different items to repurpose them and then re-gift them. Super curious about that. Anyhow, feel free to update us on some of your your top re-gifts in our Frugal Friends community group on Facebook because even if it's not the holidays – birthdays and other types of celebrations happen. So we love to have ideas on how we can be kind and generous, but not have to spend a ton of money either, especially if we don't have it. So yeah, love that tip. So glad it was helpful, Natasha. We have a gift closet. So we, I mean, it's not the whole closet, but we have a closet in my office and we will put stuff like that into the closet and gifts we receive at Christmas that we don't really want go into the closet so that during the year, if we have a birthday party or like congratulatory, like book, book launch, uh, you know, stuff that in life that is really celebratable and we can go into the gift closet and grab gifts because yes. I am so about re-gifting and gifting secondhand and buy nothing groups are a great place to find uh, some gift things too. So thank you so much, Natasha. We have a similar gift closet. And actually, Jen, I just came across a gift for Travis's birthday. I'm holding <gasps> on to it. Ooh. I'm looking at it right now. I can't don't get wait. too excited. <laughs> <laughs> don't get too excited, but I can't it wait. cost me nothing and he will get it on his birthday. All so right. Well, if you have a bill, if it has to do with bills you didn't have to pay or re-gifting or, you know, you know the drill, literally anything related to bill, <laughs> visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill. Eventually, we'll get to it. Yeah. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. Nerd Wallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards, a free flight, a room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Nerd Wallet, finance smarter. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. And now it's time for the lightning round. 
Mm, I got told that they wanted they wanted noises again. People in our membership group were like, what happened to the noises? And I'm like, you mean what I did with my mouth? I can bring that back. (laughs) People literally asked for the mouth noises back. And I sat there stunned. Um, But anyways, today we are sharing how we personally save on taxes as normal people who don't make like millions of dollars. Mm, or yet. even hundreds yet. of thousands of, yeah, <laughs> yet, I guess. Sure. <laughs> oh, go for it, Jen. How do okay. you do this legally? So I started my business in 2016. So 2017 kind of was the first, it was at the end of 2016. So 2017 was like the first year that I had a business. And it took one year for me to realize that having a business increases your tax liability and that they don't just take taxes out. And so I had to stop using a tax software and move to an accountant. And this guy worked his magic and saved me so much money on like what I thought I was going to have to pay. And he more than paid for himself. And Mm -hmm. that is why I am a great advocate of paying for services that will pay for themselves because it saves Mm -hmm. me time and stress. And we use this guy every year and he's great. He has a fishing pole and between clients, he will just go to the pond behind his office and fish for like, you know, five, 10 minutes. And, and that's the kind of accountant you want, right? Like that (laughs) is it. He is everything. So I tried for him to be my accountant, but he wasn't having it. He was (laughs) like, Okay. Yeah. He because of because of the caliber of accountant he is, you can imagine. Uh, he did not take new clients last year. Well, he didn't take new clients last year because last year was crazy. But it's a new year. It was still crazy, yeah. but it's a hey, new year. They, I, I. This is my opinion. I think that they make the tax code so complicated so that you have to hire somebody. I'm convinced that if you don't know. If you've not studied this for four years in like graduate school, that you're not going to be able to save as much money as you could if you hired somebody. I don't, I mean, Eric and I have done our own taxes for many years. And finally, yeah, we, we were in a complicated situation where we just hired somebody and they did, they saved us a ton of money. So like you're mm-hmm. saying, Jen, it more than paid for itself to hire yeah. somebody. Of course, not if you are a, standard W-2 employee. That's pretty straightforward to be Mm -hmm. able to do your own taxes. But if you've got a side hustle, if you're self-employed, don't waste your time. Just hire somebody. Yeah. I, I, I was still a side hustle in 2017 and 2018. I didn't go full time till 2019. So I was, I was definitely using him while I had the side hustle for sure. So for me, you want to know how I saved on taxes? I like yours a lot. I moved to Florida where I don't (laughs) have to pay state and local income tax anymore. Yes, it's in all caps. Yes, if you read our show notes, it's in all caps because I am that excited about it. I feel like I found the biggest, most legal loophole in the entire nation And it's amazing. And you know what? This is going to be the first year that I fully get to enjoy that reality. We moved in 
2020, mid 2020. Mm-hmm. So when I did my taxes that year, I still had to pay Pennsylvania. They still had a grip on me. But this year, all of 2021, baby, we were in Florida and it will save me between mm, six to $8,000. Wow. At least, like at least conservatively, I will not have to pay that amount of money, that real money that came out of my pocket. I get to keep just because I made the very smart, very wise decision to move to greener pasture. Yeah. I don't usually say this publicly, but like, come on down to Florida. Like it's, <laughs> it's really a free for all here. And, <laughs> and we like it. So I don't say that to people, but like, if you're a list, if you're a frugal friends listener, like you're a good person. And so I will say it to you, yeah. but like, otherwise I would be like, don't say anything, Jill, because everybody <laughs> yes. is moving to Florida and it's very obviously because For of the tax reason. situation. Yeah. Um, now, listen, yeah. Florida is not the only state who does that. So, you know, you could you could go to another state that doesn't require state and local. It's like not as tax. good of a state, but like it's right. still but, a state. But Jen, listen, if we're trying to keep it to ourselves, then. Well, not for frugal friends. <laughs> there's listeners. no sunshine or water year-round <laughs> here. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up We don't be. have there sun. Are alligators. There, there are awesome, alligators. But there are alligators. Awesome all is right, a friends. strong word, but thank you so much for listening. We want to thank you for your kind reviews of the alligators and the podcast. Uh, like this one, this one is of us and it happens to be five stars from year 1829. It says, very helpful and valuable. You ladies are a godsend. I'm in my 50s and came up in the school of Susie Orman and Dave Ramsey. I could never live by their rules. I've had many depression bouts and self-esteem battles from being unable to stick to a budget, pay off debt, and save. It's been a journey of successes and failures and lots of mental anguish. But listening to you two, especially your values-based budget episode, I now have the language, the words that fit who I am. I could go on, but I don't want to bore you. I just want to say thank you and keep it coming. I'm a huge fan. Be well. Mm. Whew, that gives m- awesome. me heart flutters in a good yeah. way to to see that transfer. Everybody should feel confident about their finances no matter where they are because we are all on a journey to getting better and and you deserve confidence on that journey. Yeah, the thing that stands out to me in her review is that she now has the words to put to her journey, Mm -hmm. which I think is so important for whatever journey we're on, financial, mental, relational, all of the things. I think having a language and terminology to be able to describe and name, it is so important for seeing successes in that journey. Well, well done. We're so glad you found us too. We also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode on Instagram specifically, we're adding you to our monthly drawing. For every five tags and reviews we get each month, we're giving away $50, five zero big bucks for you to spend in the Frugal Friends shop. So keep leaving us those reviews wherever you listen to podcasts, sending the screenshot to reviews at frugalfriendspodcast.com. And don't forget to tag us on social. See you next week. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. 
Jen, I think I've told you this before, but I actually get really excited for tax time because, well, because both Eric and I have been self-employed for like most of our marriage. And so taxes don't automatically come out of our paycheck. So we have to make sure that we set aside the money for taxes. And I do that with every paycheck that we do receive. I set aside mm-hmm. more than what I imagine, right? I, I estimate that we'll have to pay about 17% of our income in taxes. So I put away 20% of both of mine and Eric's paychecks. And so that means that when I do finally pay taxes, I get a nice little nice little bonus, nice yeah. little, you know, extra chunk of change. So I'm always <laughs> like, I'm always on top of it. Now that we work with an accountant to prepare our taxes, um, I send them emails like months ahead of time. Like, are you still ready for me? What's the soonest I can get my information to you? <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm no. ready to go. I've got all my spreadsheets and, and then uh, I pay my taxes and then I, and then I get to do what I want with my fund money. And then I am not ready for you with the frugal friends money. I will get ready <laughs> in That's three right. days. In three days, I will be ready. Hey, you know what? And- it's your loss too because this year that money is going towards renovation. So mm-hmm. uh, you hate the dumpster fire as much, if not more than I do, dumpster fire kitchen, that uh, you're only going to hurt yourself. I know. I know. I'm I'm here for you. <laughs> I appreciate I'm doing this that. for you and myself. <laughs> Because I need to, I need my money. <laughs> Happy taxes. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional. You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.